hope you enjoy listening to this weekly podcast from Lifeline Church. Find out more by visiting lifelinechurch.co.uk. So today I'm going to talk about something really, really fundamental. It's not going to be new. It's not going to be something you haven't heard before. But I'm one of the people who does the foundation course, teaches the foundation course. And it was really helpful for me in this last one where God just reminded me of some very fundamental things. And he kind of turned in his head from me doing the stuff to actually remembering it's about a relationship with him. And I'm just going to take you through some of these thoughts that I had today as I was going through that. I want you to listen, not with a, yeah, 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 I know that, but listen with a, hmm, I wonder what that could actually mean. So we're going to be talking about grace, that gift from God. And let me start by reading you something. Now this is, I want to take my time in reading this because it's really a really important one to hear. So just listen. Even when we were dead and doomed in our many sins, he united us into the very life of Christ and saved us by his wonderful grace. He raised us up with Christ the exalted one and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now co-seated, co-seated as one with Christ. Throughout the coming ages, we will see the visible display of the infinite riches of his grace and his kindness, which was showered upon us in Jesus Christ. For by grace, you have been saved by faith. Nothing, nothing you did could ever earn his salvation. It was a love gift from God that brought us to Christ. So no one will ever be able to boast for salvation is never a reward for good works or human striving. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. This gift of grace, gift undeserved. It's a strength to help us actually live the way God wants us to live. It's that strength to help in time of need. And I'm going to unpack three aspects of this grace today. The first one, forgiveness. Now, that's not about us forgiving. I'll I'll touch on it. But this is about God's forgiveness for us. Romans 5, 8. But Christ proved God's passionate love for us by dying in our place when we were still lost and ungodly. Psalm 101, verse 11. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Now, I don't know if you're like me. I hear that and I think, yeah, of course, but not really. He has forgiven me. Of course he's forgiven me because God says he will. He hasn't really forgotten. Not really. I don't really forget when people hurt or offend me. I don't necessarily dwell on it every day, but I don't forget it. So God hasn't really forgotten it, has he? But God says his promise is total and complete forgiveness when we ask him for that forgiveness. Jeremiah 31, 34. They'll know me firsthand. I'll wipe the slate clean for each of them. I'll forget they ever sinned. Just take a minute. 
Are you like me? You think, well, not really. It is kind of conditional. I'll wipe the slate clean for each of them. I'll forget they ever sinned. And then there's righteousness. Romans 3.23, God did it for us out of sheer generosity. He put us in right standing with himself, a pure gift. He got us out of the mess we're in and restored us to where he always wanted us to be. And he did it by means of Jesus Christ. Like we know this stuff. Righteousness means right standing before God. We know this stuff, but do we really? My thing is, well, I kind of have to do stuff to please him, though. It's all about how I live, the way I behave. No, Romans 3 is telling us it's about Jesus. You know, that song we sung in Christ Alone, it's about what he's done, not what I can do. I can't earn it. It's his gift. And that means we can, with confidence, boldly approach God. Yeah, 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 I know that. No, think about it. You know, when the children that are in my life and that I've got a relationship with, they don't come into my house and ask permission to get the toys out or find where the sweeties are or the crisps. They just do it because they confidently and boldly know that I love them and I've got a relationship with them and they can do what they like. You know, they know if, they, if they're doing something I don't want them to do, but they, they know they're going to be loved. They know they're accepted. They know they can confidently walk into my house and demand what they want. You know, we've got to be careful because we can think, oh, well, God's a bit different. What does it mean to confidently walk in God's presence? It's not stomping around demanding, but it's an expression of our relationship with him. It's getting up close to him, talking to him, telling about our day, hearing from him. It's a confidence. It's not a... I must come to you, God, but I'm really, really a groveling worm. I'm his child, and I can confidently come before him because of this total acceptance that he has of me. And acceptance isn't, well, I'll tolerate you. All right, I'll put up you. All right, at the end of the day, Jesus died. I got to put up with you. That's not what he's saying. He's saying, I utterly and completely accept you as you are, and as you come to me, I'm going to give you more of what I want for you. Now, it's really interesting, this acceptance thing, because in acceptance, there's no shame. Guilt is when you do something wrong, and you know you've done it wrong, and it's a thing, it's an act, it's a occurrence. There's guilt in that. Shame involves our whole person. We think we're just not worthy. We think we're not acceptable. And Jesus came to die to take away our shame and our guilt. And today he wants to bring us into a fresh revelation of what it means to stand right before him. And then there's pleasing God. Now, I always feel the need to police this one because, yeah, 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 God accepts us. He's forgiven us. Every, he's totally forgotten everything we've done before. And so we can please him. But I kind of, my little Christian police in my head says, yeah, but, yeah, but you've got to do the right things. You've got to live the right way. And there's something here today that I just want us to hear. 
that is very different from our Christian police. It's that reality of knowing God the Father through Jesus. Ephesians 1, 17 to 19, and Paul's talking to the church in Ephesus, and he says, I ask, ask the God of our master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent and discerning in knowing him personally, your eyes focused and clear, so that you can exactly, you can see exactly what it is he's calling you to, grasp the immensity of his glorious way that he has for his followers, all the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Endless energy, boundless strength. Let's just run that through, knowing him personally. You know, pleasing God is not a set of regulations. It's when we say, God, I'm choosing to come into relationship with you because of what you've done. Imagine being able to see exactly what he's calling us to do. You know, when we confidently, boldly walk towards him, we talk to him, we hear from him, and he shows us what he wants us to do. I don't have to double guess and try and do the right thing. He'll show me exactly what he's calling me to do. That I will be able to grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life. It's not the stuff. God calls us to a relationship that utter extravagance of his work in us. Can you hear the difference? It was interesting, um, one of the, the um, courses on the, the, what do you call it, the chapters in the foundation course is serving. Done it a million times, blah, blah, I love serving. Yeah, 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 God, blah, blah. This time when I was preparing it, I was reading the story of Jesus um, washing the disciples' feet. Now, I realised in this moment, I didn't realise, but I, I realised as I was reading it, I've always seen that as an object lesson. Jesus was thinking to himself, all right, nobody's washed their feet. I will now show them what it means to serve. I will now show them this demonstration of my love. And I suddenly realised as I was preparing it, that's a load of nonsense. Jesus just served his friends. He saw there was nobody else had washed their feet and he just washed their feet. And isn't it interesting that we can so easily think serving is here, this task, this thing, this good thing we do. Serving is merely an expression of love, an expression of love to God and an expression of love to one another. And I just find that so incredibly releasing. I don't have to feel like I've got to serve. I just have to love. So when I love, God and love my brothers and sisters, I'll just want to serve them because it's just my expression of love to them. In the same way as those children that come into my house. I just play those stupid games as an expression of love to them because they enjoy them. So pleasing God is not rules. It's not behaviours. It's not lifestyle. And it's not living a nice life. Now, I just want to take a little bit of time now to read through some questions for you and I want you just to listen and to just be holding those questions before God saying, hmm, where am I in these? So just kind of sit back, relax, if it helps, shut your eyes and let me just ask some things. Do you know what it means to come boldly before God? If you do, what does that change for you? Can you come close to God 
Or do you hear a voice that says, he won't accept me. You're not good enough. Would you like to know his total acceptance? To have the confidence to get on his knee, sit close with him and talk with him. just realised I've lost a thing. Do you feel that you're not good enough? Do you feel like you have to work hard and do the right things? Do you feel that actually it's about what you do rather than about what he's done? Do you have that sense of your head down when you feel you're in the presence of God because you're not sure that he'll really want to look on you or that he hasn't really forgiven you for that stuff? Are there things that you need to forgive yourself for or other people? Does pleasing God feel like this? You keep trying to get it right, but you fail. You know he's not pleased with me, with you. How could he be if he knew what was in your head? You know God says that he has made you right with him, but you don't really believe it. You know you do want to fully surrender to God, to all he has, but you don't want to let go of that thing, that behavior, that attitude, that fear, that person, that lifestyle. There's just that little bit of you that kind of thinks, what if I let this go that's familiar to step into these promises of God? What if? You know, nothing we can ever do will please God. All he wants for us to recognise is that he designed us for a relationship with him. And as we come to him, everything else changes. We come into a, a life that is not rules and regulations, but is walking with our father who enables us to really live the way he designed for us. It's freedom. It's living in his forgiveness. It's knowing his acceptance and it's finding ourselves with the joy of pleasing him and walking close with him in a different way. You know, we're very good Christians in this church. We do amazing things and we are very good at knowing what it means to live as a Christian. But every now and again, God just wants us to remind us that it's in Christ alone. And we can live doing the stuff or we can live walking with him, allowing him to change. Did you hear Emma's testimony? She didn't start to think differently. She didn't start to think, right, I've heard what they've said. Now I'm going to do it. She found herself different. And all she did was take one step to move towards God. And he did the rest. 
And today God would say, just take a step towards me. Ask me. Let me show you what it means to be forgiven, accepted, and just enjoyed by him. It's time to ask. And I'd like to um, do that song again in Christ alone. And as we sing that, ask the Holy Spirit to come. Let him show you you're forgiven, you're accepted, that God delights in you. And all that he has for you is available now. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Lifeline Church. We hope this message has been an encouragement to you. We are a relational church with a passion to demonstrate God's love to one another and our surrounding community in real and practical ways. We believe that God has called us to have an impact on our families, our communities and our nation. We'd love to connect further with you, so please do visit our website at lifelinechurch.co.uk, on Facebook, lifeline.church.uk or Twitter at lifelineuk. 